0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, thanks for joining me this Tuesday for a few minutes as we pursue God together. And by the way, thank you for all of you who are sharing this with friends, family. Just as a reminder, you can access Pursuing God on the Eastside app, great tool on my Facebook and Instagram channel, also on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Now, our theme this week is plan B. What do you do when life doesn't turn out like you hope? What do you do when plan A fails? Two of Jesus' friends and disciples found themselves losing hope the Sunday after Jesus died. They didn't know he'd risen and the events and circumstances of the previous 48 hours had just left them feeling devastated. But they say in Luke 24, 21, but we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem israel their plan a had not gone like they hoped when i was growing up it was fairly common for a girl to have a, a like a chest in her bedroom or house somewhere in anticipation of the day she would get married and have a family and she would collect treasured objects in this chest maybe china linen lace pictures family heirlooms that she hoped to pass on to her children one day do you know what this chest was called sure many of you do a hope chest A place where you put the things that express what you're dreaming for, longing for, hoping for. The truth is, all of us have a hope chest somewhere. The place where we store our highest hopes, our treasured dreams, what we're longing for. And I guess what I'm wondering is today is, what box have you decided to put your hope in? And have you placed your hope in the right box? Some people put their hope in money, in a box that says, you know, Once I have enough money, I can endure all kinds of other problems as long as I've got financial security. But just in our lifetimes, from the current pandemic to the financial crisis about a decade ago, we've learned if money's where your hope is, it's so uncertain. In fact, some of you have more money today than you've ever had in your life. You have it right now, and yet you're still miserable. Maybe it's got you drinking more, fighting more, escaping more. And maybe you wonder if you've put your hope in the wrong box. Remember the first time you fell in love that the thought that somebody might like me, somebody's interested in me, somebody swiped right for me, felt so good. And so you put your hope in the box of relationships and you thought, I just need to find the right person. And so you went on a search for the right person. But when you found him or her, you weren't happy. So you assume maybe you found the wrong right person and you went searching for another right person. And now, maybe you've been through two or three or four right persons, and after several broken relationships, or maybe even after a broken marriage or two, you say, maybe my hope was in the wrong box. In Luke 24, we find two friends of Jesus. They're they're taking a seven-mile walk to the village of Emmaus, and they're just devastated. They think Jesus is dead. They think he's still in the tomb. And we talked yesterday about how Jesus joins them on this two hour walk, but they don't know it's him. So how does Jesus respond to them? Oh guys, I feel your pain. I sense your sorrow. Let me say a prayer for you. No. (laughs) How's this for a tender response? He says to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. So Jesus taught while the three of them walked that seven mile walk. When they got to Emmaus, they asked Jesus, who of course they didn't recognize was Jesus yet, to stay with them because the day was almost over. And the Bible says when he was at the table, he took bread, gave thanks, and he broke it and gave it to them. Now think about this. What would they have seen when Jesus took the bread and broke it and gave it to them? His nail-scarred hands. And when they saw them, the Bible says, then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. And they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? And then they got up and returned at once to Jerusalem and to the other disciples. And they said, it's true. The Lord has risen. Gang, Jesus is alive. We walked seven miles with him. We had a meal with him. We saw his nail scarred hands. Listen, there's a great plan B. He is risen. You see, just like those disciples, all of us have to decide which box we're going to put our hope in. I've thought about this a lot. There are really only two very different kinds of hope in this world. One is to place your hope in something. The other is to place your hope in someone. When you put your hope in something, you're hoping for a particular outcome, a particular circumstance to turn out the way you want it to turn out. Hope I get that job. Hope I get that house. Hope I get that girl. Hope I get that girl and she gets that job and that house but you'll never find enduring hope in something. And this is why my hope is based on an empty box where on Easter Sunday morning, the death defying, grave defeating, fear destroying, hope infusing savior of the world rose from the dead to give you a living hope that can never be taken away. This is why the empty tomb is my hope chest. God, I pray for anybody who's struggling today. And maybe it's because they have put their hope in the wrong thing and they realize they have put it in something that's always going to let them down or someone who isn't the right someone that there's only one someone and it's your son, Jesus, and what he did when he built a bridge for us with the cross back to you. God, help us to keep our hope placed in the right place today, to live with hope, to be infused with hope. We ask these things in the name of the one who defied death and overcame sin, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. Catch you tomorrow.